Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we're switching things up a bit. We're actually not together right now, so we're recording this kind of over the phone. We had to make things work because of social distancing. Yeah, so currently I'm at my house and Ashley's at hers, so this is the first time we're kind of recording on different ends, so hopefully it goes well. Yep. So just in case you guys are not already practicing social distancing and all that stuff, I know you're you've been hearing about Corona every fucking hour. But guys, stay in your houses. Don't go see people. Stay self isolated and everything will be a okay. Yes, hopefully in a couple of weeks, this will all be behind us and we can go back to our normal routines. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about dating because I know you guys have heard enough about the virus. So we're going to jump right into it. So we're talking about dating, first dates, everything you need to know. Yes. So we have a couple questions we're going to be asking each other. Um, This is more so for people who know who are not too sure about their first dates or have questions about first dates. Hopefully this can guide you and help you through that. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first question, do you want to start it off, Ashley? Yeah. So the first question I'm going to ask Brenda and it is, would you ever ask a guy on a first date? I would. I think it could be either a guy asking a girl on a first date or a girl asking a guy on a first date. Like, it really depends. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman asking a guy on a first date. But usually it is the guy, but I don't, I don't, like. But not so much do you think there's anything wrong with it. It's more like, would you do it? Would you do it? I have would. Have you done it? Yeah? I would. I don't think I have done it because I feel like every time I do go on a date, like mm-hmm. it's usually the, the guy asking me. No. But I mean, I mean, I would do it. Yeah, I wouldn't no have way. shame and be like, no. I mean, yeah. I guess we probably know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just feel like if a man wants to see me, he'll see me. He'll make it happen. But like, I think that once you're in in deeper with the person like if you're kind of getting to be, you know, on the road to dating, I think, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's hang out. But I wouldn't be like, will you go on a date with me? Like, can I take you on a date? Like, I would never do that. Hell no. Interesting. Interesting. I would, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. How about um, what are your thoughts when you don't know if you're on a first date? Like, how do you know? How do you distinguish It's my biggest turnoff, first of all. It's actually my biggest turnoff. If I don't know that we're on a date, it's not a date in my mind. Like, it, to me, we're just friends and we're so hanging out. I don't care if it's a date it in your mind. Yeah, you need to tell me it's a date because if you're not even man enough to be like, I want to take you on a date and you fucking play it off as like, let's hang out, let's catch up. Like, no, that's not a date to me. Um, because I've had situations where like the guys haven't asked me on dates, but in the future they'll refer to it as like the date, our date. And I'm like, what what date? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but my thoughts when I don't know is just like, It's pretty much, if I'm unsure, I don't overthink it. I just tell myself we're friends and we're hanging out. So I know that sometimes it's hard to know if it's a date or not because not all men are specific and clear about it. So this is for people who need to have like that clarity. So these are a few points that we've come up with on how you can kind of look out for keys that it's probably a date that you're on and not just going out as friends. So what classifies something as a first date? So for me, my main point is obviously like what I just said. You need to tell me it's a date. If you tell me it's a date, then I know. If you don't, then I'm going to be guessing and I don't have time for that. So in my mind, it's not. So yeah, if he uses the word date, then it's a date. It's that simple. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. I think also one thing would be if he insists on paying. Mm -hmm. So not saying that he has to pay. 
but like if he you know offers like oh let me pay for this like i asked you to come out like that way you know that that was their intention is to like Mm -hmm. take you out on a date not saying that again he has to pay for it but at least he offered which means like there's more there than just just a casual outing yeah and like this is something that guys don't really do for like their friends obviously unless it's like a special occasion so if they're paying then that says a lot um one for me is like i really take in their actions and if their actions are more than friendly so i mean if you're going on a date with someone who's your friend then you'll notice the difference or if it's just like a first first date with someone new if they're going out of their way to like be a little bit affectionate open the door touch your thigh touch your hand you know what i mean like they're a little more touchy they're a little more they're just more than friendly they tell you look beautiful they compliment you like those are really big things because a guy doesn't really do that unless he has like a little motive behind it most most times to be honest yeah agreed agreed i think another thing too would be like if they do a follow-up after the day so basically Mm -hmm. like you guys went out on a date and then he messages you after saying like you know i had a really good time um i enjoyed you know your company and like things like that like something that shows that it went well and that there's kind of a sign that he's wanting to go on a second date or on another date do you like those texts? Like, do you wait for them and be like, okay, good, you sent me, like, the follow-up? Or what do you think of those? Yeah, I think that they're good because it reassures you that the feeling was mutual. Like, yeah, that's true. not only is it something you're feeling, but they're feeling too. So I think those are good. It's kind of like when you go on an interview, you know, you it's kind yeah. of, like, not necessarily obligated, but it looks good when you do that follow-up Yeah, email. I agree. Yeah, it makes you kind of realize, okay, so they did have a good time because they didn't have to say that. Like, they can just not yeah. say that. Yeah, that's true. Um, another good thing to look out for is if you notice that they're on their best behavior so this goes more for people that are friends and transition into dating so they're just like really really like for example nice to the waitress nicer than usual their voice changes a bit they don't talk about certain things do you know what i mean so like they're very like proper and you could tell they're trying to like eat nice in front of you and avoid cussing and stuff like that like they're just on their best behavior trying to impress you yeah i can see that Mm -hmm. because like when you're on a date you kind of want to impress that other person so you're trying to you know look good do well like super nice to the waitress like you're just like better than usual yeah i think another thing too would be um if the person starts to get more personal during the date so Mm -hmm. like they ask questions that are more like you know future like plans or things you have in mind like you know do you like kids or what are you studying or things that makes that person know they want to get to know you on a more personal level Mm -hmm. um things that can affect your future together or things that they want to know in terms of like the future with you yeah so i think that's yeah a friend's not going to ask you if you want to get married or if you want to have kids like a guy that wants to pursue you is going to ask you that yeah agreed so what do you think of like how you should dress on the first day do you think that you should do like a full beat natural makeup like do you wear heels like what do you do for example on the first date and what's appropriate to be honest like i think to each their own like i yeah like obviously you want to look cute do your Mm -hmm. makeup but like for me for instance like i don't like to be too like 
out of the ordinary because yeah. then too for me the way i think is it if i'm gonna go out and like do my hair do my makeup wear heels wear a dress it's like this is what they're expecting on a regular basis and mm-hmm. this is not who i am so i like to keep it cute but also keep it natural so i would probably go with more of a natural look but something that obviously looks like you know i put in the effort yeah. i'm trying to like look good for you so you know my makeup wear something cute something you know like i wouldn't wear on a usual day but something that also feels comfortable mm-hmm. what about heels so, do you do heels no i don't really do heels you don't wear heels like though heels. in general right yeah yeah i only do really boot heels because i'm not one to like walk in heels true, That's just true. Not me. i don't wear heels personally because i'm tall so i just like for a first date, I just don't want to feel weird if I'm, like, taller than the guy. And that probably won't happen again. Like, that's, like, if you're just meeting them, right? Um, yeah. For me, I like to look good. I definitely like to look good. Like, I will look nicer than usual. But makeup-wise, like, I don't want to do it all in one night. Like, you know, you don't want to go to the date and show up a 10 out of 10. Like, what? so what about if he takes you somewhere really nice? Or what about if you have an anniversary? Then what? You've already shown him your 10 out of 10. Like, you exactly. want to do, like, a 7 out of 10. You want to look good. You want to look better than usual. But you also don't want to give it all away in, in one date. So I usually wear something really cute, something girly. I usually wear something girly. And my makeup, I never, I've never worn foundation on, like, a first date. I usually just do, like, a little bit of blush, some mascara, eyeliner, something subtle. But, like, again, what Brenda was saying, like, it's really what you're comfortable with. If you like to do full glam every single day and that's who you are, then do full glam on your first date. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever you like. But that's what we yeah. do. Yeah. All right. And how about um, how do you think one should act on the first date? I mean, it sounds corny, but like be yourself. I think Agreed. like you should maybe like amplify your personality a little bit, like not in a way that you're being fake, but more so if you know there are certain good aspects of your personality, pull those out on the first date. Make a good impression yeah. if you're interested, but be yourself. Like if you're going to be a fake ass bitch, then the next time you go on a date, you're going to be so tired because you're going to have to keep it up agreed yeah no like just not being yourself is the most hardest thing to do because then like you said you have to keep it up and yeah i'm telling you now eventually the true colors will come out so Mm -hmm. um i agree with that always be yourself and if that person feels connected to you and likes you at least you know it's for who you really are right exactly and like i understand it's easy to be shy and awkward on a first date and it's hard to be yourself if you're like someone that's very reserved But like if that's who you are, then be reserved. That's okay because that's not going to change. So if you're not compatible with someone who can't take you when you're reserved and shy, then I don't know if that's the person for you. You know what I mean? Like if they're if they're compatible with you, they'll try to break you out of that and you'll get comfortable enough that you will. But if you never get to the point of being comfortable, then I just don't think that's going to go too, too far, because if you're compatible, that would probably happen pretty early on, in my opinion. Yeah. I can see that. But you'll figure that out later on in dating. But speaking of that, what do you think the stages of dating are? There's obviously like different phases and like levels to it. So what what do you consider the levels to be? There's four stages. Uh, The talking stage, the seeing each other stage, the dating stage and in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So So talking stage. Yeah. So the talking stage, I think it's pretty much like it's the beginning obviously where you're just kind of getting to know each other mm-hmm. um you show that there's interest but you're also like trying to discover the person in general like seeing who they are what they like and it's more like building i would say a friendship at that point just to yeah. see if you're if you're if you're compatible right if you and that person vibe and if that you guys have mutual things in common things like that yeah talking stages 
very non-committal. So you could be in the talking stage with six people at once, and I don't think there's an issue with that because you don't owe this person any type of commitment. You're literally just getting to know them. I feel like the talking stage is kind of like an interview process. You know how like you interview 10 people and then you give a couple people a second interview and then you just narrow it all down? I think it's yeah. like just like a job interview. Like that's really what talking is. You're just talking to people. So then there's the stage of seeing each other, which is when you talk to people and you're like, oh, yeah, no, we're seeing each other. Yeah, I'm seeing this person. Yeah. What do you think that like, is? Like, you know their name. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, the seeing stage is more like you've gone out a bit. Mm-hmm. You got to see who this person really is. You've seen whether or not you have connections and vibes that kind of, like, bring you guys together. And, like, you can, you know, kind of say you're, like, not necessarily settled with this person, but there's thoughts of yeah like like you see potential yeah yeah so you're just you're seeing them frequently like that's literally what it is you're seeing them frequently you know there's a vibe but you're also still kind of feeling out what's it called testing out the waters so like people know about you but you're also not like on social media like yeah this is my boyfriend like this is who i'm talking to it's just like you're seeing each other and you know that there's something there that could end up being maybe serious I think the dating stage is pretty much explanatory. So you guys have gone on a couple of dates and it's more exclusive now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you guys are seeing each other more often. You guys are going out and it's kind of like you're already official, but it hasn't been approached or the question hasn't been asked. Yeah. It's more like we're dating, but it's not exclusive. Yeah. I think that when you're in the dating stage, it is appropriate to be like, what are we are we seeing other people are we exclusive because when you're seeing each other i don't think that i would be like hey are we exclusive but when you're dating like you can be exclusive but not be boyfriend or girlfriend because every time i've been in the dating stage i've always been just for that person and that's that's when i stop talking to other people i don't talk to them anymore so yeah i think this one's more exclusive because you kind of know that this is gonna go somewhere but you're still i think that usually you're unsure of what the other person wants and that's why the dating phase goes on for too long before you're in a full-on relationship which is the final stage well i guess marriage is the final stage but (laughs) yeah this is like a boyfriend and girlfriend situation like obviously there's girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend, but we are two straight females talking about um straight relationships and this is exclusive you have titles you have roles you are together so when you're boyfriend and girlfriend when you're in a relationship do you think that somebody needs to ask the question or can it just be like oh yeah we're boyfriend and girlfriend now like it's just kind of assumed and it's just a thing um i mean it can be for some people personally i think the question should be asked because Mm -hmm. the thing is to like you want to be clear on that like you guys are exclusive because then you don't want things to like linger and like you're thinking that it's exclusive but the question really hasn't been asked so maybe he's feeling or thinking differently yeah and i don't know i feel like there has to be that that like you know pronounce that you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend like it has to be clear i 100 percent agree It, it needs to be out there like i remember in my last relationship um one day he just started calling me girlfriend like referring to me as i was like wait what like i was like huh like i didn't i didn't get the memo because like obviously that's what i wanted but like i didn't know so when he started using that word i was like i i put him in check i was like no you need to ask me because in any like that that to me is like you need to make it clear to me and you need to ask me and i need to say yes like a proposal (laughs) but like i feel i'm being a little dramatic but like i feel like you don't want anyone guessing so i mean hey if you're a female you can ask someone to be your boyfriend would i do that fuck no but anybody can ask anyone i just think it needs to be talked about 
Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like the question definitely has to be asked in order for you guys to both be on that same page and yeah. know that it's official. So, um, yeah. How long are you willing to wait? Like, how long would you stay in the dating stage before you're like, okay, when are you going to ask me to be your fucking girlfriend? Like, how long is too long for you? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Um, how long is too long? I feel like only one can tell when it's too long. Like, it's hard because yeah. some relationships develop quicker than others. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a while for you to feel comfortable with that person and to be opened up like for you to open up to that person and feel comfortable right and i don't know i feel like deep down a person will know when it's too long like if you guys feel official and the question still hasn't been asked that's when you know it's too long yeah like you know you pretty much are exclusive but nobody has asked or talked about the topic Mm -hmm. so um sometimes that could be a year sometimes that can be less personally i feel like if you've gone on a couple of dates and you guys are already dating and you feel comfortable then it should be it should be asked but i i don't i don't really have a timeline in which it's too long i just feel Mm -hmm. like if you know it's too long it's too long yeah i think it's really dependent on everybody's own relationship because i don't know for me I don't like to rush things like that. And with my situation, it took a while, but I was okay with that. Like, I wasn't, like, waiting and waiting, like, oh, my God, like, why aren't I a girlfriend yet? Like, I, I, I appreciate when time is given to something like that because I feel like it's very, I don't know, I feel like it's very serious for me. So I don't get too impatient yeah. with it. I mean, if we're a year in and nothing's been discussed, then there are some problems. It's like, um, okay. But it, it depends on the relationship. It really does. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because like so I said, some some develop quicker than others, you know. Yeah. Sometimes know you're with someone for a months. week. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They live, true. They, mo- they meet each other, they date their boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're moved in in two months. And I'm like, whoa. And if that works for them, it works for them. But like for me, I just think that if I'm realizing that I'm doing all the things that a girlfriend is doing, and you can't even give me that like that full-on commitment and that that role and you have that role and that commitment as well then I think that there's a little issue there so like why am I why am I committed to you why am I exclusive with you why am I but I'm not even your girlfriend yeah you know so I think if everything's moving slow then it's okay yeah I agree with that So seeing as Brenda and I are on different pages, I'm single. She's in a committed relationship. We thought it might be interesting to kind of talk about some things that are positive about each one. Should we do pros and cons or just pros? I think pros and cons. Uh, I think I'm just going to do pros because my person. Right, 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 right. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Brenda, what are three good things about being in a relationship? Like what are the major pros? The major pros, uh, number one would be obviously that you have your person. So, you know, like whenever you want to talk about something or vent or you feel down or even like you want to like go out, you know, you have that one person, like Mm -hmm. that person that, you know, no matter what, they're down, like they're down for you. Like whether it's to listen to you vent and talk for like an hour or whether it's you want to go for like you know, dinner and just grab a movie after, you know, that they'll always be down. I think Mm -hmm. that's the first thing. I think mine is, (laughs) okay, if I'm going to be honest, being single is not fun. (laughs) 
I'm just going to be really honest. Like, I realized while being single that I'm a relationship person. I'm not someone that wants to, like, hole around and, like, talk to multiple guys and have my fun. But there are definitely pros. And I would say one of the things that I do like is that I don't have to answer to anyone. So, I mean, as much as I liked having that person, I also can appreciate that, like, I don't have to have my phone on all the time. I can just turn my phone off and tune out and ignore everyone. And it's not a problem because I'm someone that likes to isolate myself at times, which is like not the best, but I do it. And I like that I don't have to constantly update someone on where I'm going, what I'm doing, all of that stuff. Do I mind doing it in a relationship? No, I don't mind. But I can also appreciate that I don't have to do that right now. And I'm literally just living for me. And I can just, I don't have to answer to anyone except my father and my mother. And I don't live with them. So <laughs> it's really just me. <laughs> That's that's one of my main ones. What's another one for you? I think another one for me would be, I guess, knowing that I have that other person to, like, comfort me during, like, bad times. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, there's things that, like, yeah, I can talk to my sister about or my brother, but, like, this person is, like, your other half. Like, It's a different type of anything. comfort. Yeah. It's like, different. You're, you're comfortable saying anything and everything. So knowing that... I can say whatever I want and not feel judged by this person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like such a great thing to have because there's times where you go to a friend or you go to a family member, but you know deep down like there might be some judgment or like they might feel some type of way. Yeah. But this person, they won't judge you and they're like comfortable listening to what you have to say. So I think that's a really good, a yeah. good thing to have. It is, really is. Um, another one for me is being single is good because it gives you the time to obviously focus on yourself and go internal so especially if you're like processing a breakup or you've realized that you have some traits that you're not really proud of then if it gives you all the time to go internal without having to like i don't know for example like my routines in the morning used to be very different it would consist of you know calling my partner and like it, it was fine. It was great. But also, like, if I was about to meditate, I would still answer my phone and want to talk to him. You know what I mean? So, like, now I have that time to really go internal and journal in the morning and meditate and do all the things that I need to do to really, like, focus on me and better myself. And I know that the next time I'm in a relationship, I will commit to that and prioritize myself. But, like, before I wasn't doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I would answer the phone. I would cancel my plans with myself to go out with that person. Like... Yeah, and I think that's what really took away from bettering myself. So, yeah, I I have the time now, so that's good. I think the third point would be that you have someone for pretty much anything. Like, if you have a wedding to go to, an event, you know you have that person. There's that consistency of, like, another person there for you. Whether it's, you know, an event you're going to or just coming home to and just, you know, having that person to flicks and chill and, like you know like the consistency of just having another person in your life drag them out to a function they're like a security blanket i feel yeah because you know it's like what you were saying in that episode with like that situation with the friends that you didn't get along with that you weren't compatible with you had your boyfriend there yeah exactly so Mm -hmm. you know in any situation that you have a person who you can count on yeah i think that's always good lastly for me i would say that being single i think it it's beneficial for me right now because i'm working on like making connections with people because of my career so i think it's nice to be able to do that like guilt-free 
before mm-hmm. I think I would stop myself from certain opportunities because like it was a male that I just felt like, yeah, I don't really want to go into that. Not that it was ever a problem, like at all. There was no jealousy in that relationship. I just like I my I felt bad because I was like, ah, I just feel bad. Right. But now I just feel like I'm able to kind of reach out to people, make connections and stuff like that. Um, but also like you also know that you're you don't have that conflict to worry about. Like you go to sleep knowing that no one's going to argue with you. You're not getting cheated on. You're not, you know, like, you know, when you're in a relationship and they can either make you the happiest person in the world or the fucking, if you feel like the world is ending, like you're either so happy or you're so down because like they have the ability to make or break your happiness in a second. And I just feel like it's very peaceful knowing that like right now, nobody can do that but me. And that's peaceful. But I mean, is being a relationship worth it? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm Okay. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, I think like, since nice we're talking about that, since we're talking about that, I feel like that's a, a good point to talk to people about. Like, once you get out of a relationship, I think it's super important to just kind of reflect on what happened in your yeah. relationship, where you can fix things before getting into another one. Yep. Because that's the last thing you want to do is just have a rebound. Because then if you do start to have, like, chemistry and want something with this person deep down you're always gonna think like was this feeling mutual did i actually want to you know take this to the next level because you haven't really let your heart heal from the first relationship so mm-hmm. I, agree. I know you i have, have a couple internal. of friends yeah i have a couple of friends who sometimes are very iffy when is the right time to start a new relationship after they get out of one mm-hmm. so i think only you will know once you feel ready um when is the right time i agree Okay, so since everything's so stressful right now and everybody's fucking going crazy over this virus, which is justifiable, we wanted to make you guys laugh. So we asked you guys to send in some funny dating horror stories. Yeah, so we asked you guys to send in horror stories. We did this on Instagram. So if you ever want to be a part of an episode, follow our Instagram, Let's Get Real, the podcast. But we do have some funny ones today. So I guess, Brenda, you can start off with some of yours. Okay, so yeah, we posted... um pretty much for you guys to send us us questions so we got a couple um i had some response so one of them was i went out on a date with blank and at the end he split our bills down to chocolate milk that i drank he took the bill waitress gave us the bill expecting him to pay and he's like so you had the chocolate milk i was mortified (laughs) if you're gonna ask someone on a date it's your responsibility to pay if i asked him i would have paid So pretty much she went on this date with this guy and when the bill came, he pretty much was like splitting it to the point where she bought the milk and he was like, you're paying for that. Like he couldn't just get the chocolate milk. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I just feel like, yeah, if you ask her, then I feel like you should definitely take responsibility and pay. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's kind of like on one of our episodes, should a man be expected to provide um i don't necessarily think the guy has to pay for the date but um i mean to the point where you're splitting the chocolate milk i feel like if you're gonna split the bill just be like you know what we got pretty much almost the same so let's just split it in yeah half. Like if but the fact that you're two, teeing whatever. off like oh but you got this but you got that and it's just like all right so like, at on. that point you should have just asked for a separate bill like do better. like if you have to be like splitting to the point where it's the milk i feel like just go to the waitress and say, hey, can you can you split our bill? Because it so just kind of looks for two dollars. Well, how much was the milk? Like two, three bucks. Mm-hmm. 
anyways so this one sent in and this girl said one time i was at a group dinner with a guy and it got really awkward at the end of the dinner there was a massive bowl of corn he asked if anyone (laughs) if anyone was gonna eat it and we all said no so he grabbed a massive spoon and just took all the corn while saying i really like corn over and over again i could not keep a straight straight face (laughs) what the fuck who loves Dead. corn that much? I would be so turned off. Like, come on. Have some class. That's hilarious. <laughs> At a group dinner. Oh, wait, a group dinner. So I don't know if this was a date for her. I don't know if it was like double date or whatever, but like that's fucking weird. Corn. I mean, the man loves his corn. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so strange. <laughs> I got another one. It said, went on a date. At one point, I sat on his lap, and I forgot I had my period and bled through on his pants. That is fucking I nasty. I would kill myself. I would be mortified. Oh, my God. No. Oh, God. That's traumatizing. Especially because, like, it's not even a chair. You can't even say, like, that wasn't you. Uh-huh. Like, who else sat on his lap, bro? Oh, my God. And, like, the that's worst. Disgusting. But the thing is, like, if you're on your period, wouldn't you, like, just not sit on someone's lap that has light pants on? Or is that just me? Maybe she didn't know. No, Let's yeah. Give her the benefit I mean, the when doubt. when I'm on a monthly thing, I just don't want to be near anybody. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Nothing. Yeah, right. Oh my god, I'd be mortified. Bruh. Oh my god. Okay, here's another one. So she said, he took me out for some Greek food in Toronto, and then the VIP theater. Things were going great so far, but I started seeing a feminine side. You know, he looked manly, but acted very polite and gentle. Don't know how to explain it. So then the movie finishes and we go into his car on the highway. He starts jamming to Euro dance techno music. Then he proceeds to ask me if I like to listen to Taylor Swift. I said I'm not a big fan, but some of her songs are decent. Then he jams out to Taylor Swift in the car and told me he has VIP tickets to the Taylor Swift concert with a group of his gal pals. He walks me to the front porch and tries to lean in for a kiss. I was scarred for life. My eye is still twitching to this day. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's some corny ass shit i don't know that seems i'm not trying to like uh stereotype anyone but that seems a little feminine for me i'd be a little bit put off with that i, I don't even know what to say to like uh, gal like, pals um, yeah like um maybe he was just experimenting another date i don't i don't know like i can't i can't even i don't even know what to say Who says what to say gal pals as a male i'm sorry that's fuck i don't even say gal pals yeah i don't know that's that's weird just say yeah. like i'm going out with some girls like with some I homies know. i don't need to know why do you have vip taylor swift i'm not judging okay next one <laughs> all right <laughs> this one is first date went for a drive my date threw up all over my car gave her my shirt to clean herself oh Damn. my god so now you're shirtless and your car smells like vomit okay okay like this is one thing for me I have really bad gag reflexes. So if I heard or smelled anything, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to cut that date off. Yeah. Like, no disrespect. Maybe she was, you know, she came down with a really bad flu or something. Like, I'm not, like, judging. Like, we all throw up. But it's just, I personally could never. I could never. But good for him. The fact that he gave her a shirt, that was yeah, kind of nice gentleman guy. of him. You Hopefully know? they're married today. Yeah, and this is something they just look past, like... You know that happened date? to Miguel and Nazneen? Um, on their first date, she got so drunk, she just, like, threw up everywhere. And he took care of her and, like, held her hair and stuff. And now they're married. Oh, that is so sweet. That kind of happened them. to me one time, too. I remember I got um, pretty drunk one night, and I stayed over my boyfriend's. And, yeah, he was really nice about it. But um, it's just, I, I can't. Like, when I see, hear, or smell throw up, it's just, like, no. So no, gross. No. Ugh. I can't. Like, I cannot. This one says, I went on a blind date and it ended up being my biology teacher. 
What? I don't know how the fuck that happens. Who set that up? Well, I don't think they set it up. I think they just said, let's go out and... No, no, no. She said, I went on a blind date. Someone set it up. Yeah. Because, like, if you're on a dating app, you'd see it's your teacher. So someone must have set it up. Imagine pulling up and it's your fucking teacher. Oh, my God. That's so weird. But, I mean, it's very common. I've heard a lot of people, like, students liking their teachers. It's, like, a thing. Yeah. There was a girl that I I don't know at all. But, like, I have friends that have talked about her. And she was at the school next to mine or whatever. Or, like, close to mine. And she had this teacher in high school. And they're married now. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. Yeah. So weird. I mean, then there's that um, Pretty Little Liars girl yeah that was weird i forgot about that oh my god yeah or like riverdale with the teacher hooking up with archie i had never seen that yeah it's like um, the first episode like first season or second second episode i don't know (laughs) thank you i'll go check that out right (laughs) (laughs) okay i have one more short one i don't know do you have any more i have one more too okay you read this one says first day ended up huge and i pooped on his eggplant (laughs) which means his penis specify who like this is a, a gay man so they're they're um how do you say this <laughs> they're doing it's, anal yeah i guess you could just say it like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so that's interesting um that's mortifying i yeah, feel like I in high school everyone has that story like there's always that one person at the school that has the story yeah i feel like especially if you do anal yeah um that is something that usually happens oh not that God. i know not that i know but I've, I've heard i've heard stories and i'm like uh. i've heard that story a lot yeah so true uh, okay my last one's really short it's just i used to talk to old men when i was 11 and now that i'm grown i realized they were all pedophiles that's great that's amazing love it yeah um that's young yeah that's fucked but like i think we were all on the internet when we were too young to be on the internet talking to that's people true. you know yeah I definitely did that. there's a lot of creeps out. There's a lot of creeps out there. There are. Ugh. But yeah, anyways, that was our episode. Those are all of the things that you guys sent in. If you guys want to be featured in an episode anonymously, send us your DMs. Yes. Don't forget, our Instagram account is Let's Get Real The Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy to answer any type of questions or stories you want to share because there's times where we do share stories. So this was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then you can check us out on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Let's Get Real Podcast. You can subscribe there. Please subscribe to us. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers on there. Don't forget to give us a review and a like on our Apple podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't said that in a while. Also, guys, if you have a single friend right now that's new to the dating scene and needs some advice, send him or her this episode. Put them on. Give them our wisdom. Bless them with our wisdom. Send them the episode. Don't be selfish. Again, share it to your neighbors, your quarantine oh partner. Your quarantine you know? partner. Yeah, Listen. if you're in quarantine, binge our shit. Binge it. Yes, there's 10 episodes now. Oh my God, so. there's 10 episodes. Whoa, that's crazy. Wow. But anyways, Don't thank forget. you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry if it was a little different than usual. We are recording differently, as we said, so bear with us. But yeah. thanks for listening. Might be a little short this time, too. And, you know, keep safe, guys. I know it's really bad out there, but, um, you know, try to keep busy. Try to try to have fun and In your isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep positive. Hopefully all this will, will end soon and we can all go back to our normal routine. So yeah. fingers crossed. Yep. Um, and that's all for today, I guess. 
Yep. Thanks Thank for you. listening once again, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.